0: Gateworld.net exclusive interviews, David Palpe. In a lot of ways, Anubis has been deliberately written to be over the top. Did you approach him any differently than Sokar?
1: Um, I suppose not, right? Yeah, well, I suppose, no, I didn't really prepare Anubis any differently than Sokar, except perhaps watching Darth Vader and Star Wars a hundred (laughs) times. Just kidding. But, um, um, not particularly. I mean, with, with most, as I say, larger-than-life villains, there's, uh, again, the opportunity to incorporate certain character traits, you know, that sets them apart. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, whether it's the voice or how they move. Um, so externally, you know, with those idea of the voice and the movement, because each of them wears a slightly different uh, costume or wardrobe, Mm-hmm. You try to use that to incorporate how you move and how you speak, um as I mentioned before neither of these, these these gods uh move or say a lot, so when they do express themselves, there has to be a weight to their gesture or their cadence mm-hmm. because that's then, because that 's where their power is mm-hmm. um, with Anubis, for example, his weight is found more in the voice because mm-hmm. of his Basically, his movement is basically dwarfed inside a cloak. So you have to then uh, put more onus on the voice, whereas maybe Sokar, whose face is readily exposed, and every thought is clearly registered and communicated through his eyes. Mm
2: hmm
1: So um, in that respect, the preparation is slightly different.
2: Mm hmm
1: You know? Mm Mm-hmm. You just have to find a different way. Each each one of those characters communicates in a different way. Yeah. And you have to find that for yourself.
0: Um, with Sokar, uh, he was a rogue and had been banished by the system lords. With Anubis as well, but he was thought to have been dead. And when we finally encounter him, he's as physically cloaked as he had been cloaked with his history. What did the producers tell you about him so that you could fill in the gaps when you first entered as him in Revelations?
1: Um, to be honest, David, they didn't really... Um, yeah, there wasn't a, a a lengthy discussion at all about, you know, from the producer's point of view of what um, they wanted to see or they just basically gave me the wardrobe mm-hmm. and said, okay, here are the lines. What do you think? And then And then... Um, just gave me uh, a chance to look them over. And then, of course, the thing is, in the re- that's the only thing is when you, you go on set for the first time and, you've, and you're wearing the wardrobe. You, I suppose sometimes, you know, as an actor, you innately start doing things or, or saying things a certain way. And you just hope that what you're doing or saying receives an acceptable response. And basically... Uh, a lot of the time on set, if they if they don't say anything, you're doing everything's fine. Mm-hmm. It's when they start saying things, <laughs>
2: you know,
1: and they, especially if they start saying too many things, it's when things are not fine.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You know, because they allow you. A lot of the time, especially for TV, they hire you as an actor, um, hopefully with intent also not that you're just a good actor, but you're a good technician in the sense that you don't have to be babysat. You can come on. They can say a few short words to you, give you the wardrobe, give you the lines, and you're able to portray this character hitting your marks and selling it in the scene without too much, as I say, babysitting, without too much lengthy discussion about methodology or objectives, because especially with TV, you're under quite a severe time restraint. Uh And you're just one... Character among many's on the show, and they've got to get their day, so they don't want to get uh, involved with an actor or giving an actor a part who takes up more than um, more time than is necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's a, perhaps a long-winded uh, question. I mean, answer to your question, but so similarly, it, because it's just the way they work, they don't um, get into lengthy and uh, discussion about Anubis and even on the first day they didn't they just gave me an idea um, you know a few short words uh, I think it was the uh, first time I was on it was Michael and um, I think the uh, first episode was with Martin Wood I think I've forgotten I've uh, I think I had some discussions with Martin but just very simple you know mm-hmm. because it's um, they've got to be concerned with so many other things at the same time uh-huh. And so you're again as an actor you just go in there and you you do your job and you of course you have to have an id even before you go in you know david you, you like it's not say you you don't do your homework <laughs> but they trust you because well hopefully they trusted me based on what i did with soul car uh-huh. you know where i worked with peter and peter um is a very good director to work with because he's an actor's director uh-huh yeah and and the same thing with, with Martin. I mean, that whole the only two directors basically I've worked with on Stargate are, are either Pete or Martin. Uh-huh. And um, both of them work differently, and both of them are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And um, Peter I worked with uh, more so with developing Socar, mm-hmm. and then Martin was more so uh, with the development of Anubis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then again, Anubis... Again, I think was a little more straightforward than sokar was okay yeah they I
0: guess they didn't say, "Okay, here's Anubis, portray him." They more wanted you to find who he
1: was. Well, that's the thing. they said, you know this is what Anubis is and and here's what he looks like <laughs> um there's and then, um, here are the lines, Dave, go to it mm-hmm. and then of course, you know you um you just open your mouth and you start walking and just hope that, um, you know, whatever comes out or whatever you do is what they, because a lot of the times, sure, they have an idea in their head, but sometimes, you know, um, as again, they get ideas from what you do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what appears on paper is not fully developed until the actor, um, does something with it and takes it to the next level Uh and then they will say yes that's it Uh or it will happen where the actor will try something and they say no that isn't that's why so much especially with uh film and tv it's a visual medium which Mm -hmm. also means even like in the audition process sometimes they don't know and i'm not just talking about stargate specifically but it's auditions in general Mm They have an idea in their mind what they want, and yeah. sometimes that's why you're going to get ten different people coming into audition with that idea, but only one of those pers- one of those actors is going to get it. The simple reason is because that one actor took it, that one idea in a direction which suddenly um, they felt was the right direction. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's, it's one of those things, and it's, a, it's an either or situation. And the same thing with Anubis. It's just one of those things that they trusted me to take it and um start him, you know, and then um in those first couple of episodes and just um gently move you know, move through him, so to speak and create this this um this idea. And of course I'd had some discussions a little bit with Peter with Sokar, which I think helped me with Anubis because it's that whole again that uh, menacing stillness of power um, and just trusting um, that the movement doesn't have to be big Mm -hmm. and that if either these um, gods just basically seated and they're not moving until just the last minute Uh then that movement in itself is so much bigger so, and I mean, in that respect, it's, um, it's always helpful as an actor. So and than... when you do it, and then they, like, then, of course, when you do it and they say, yes, that's it, then, of course, then it becomes yours. Then uh-huh. you have a clear idea, okay, this is the direction that they want to go in. Uh-huh.
0: Sure. Yeah, we recently uh, talked with Michael Adamthwaite, who was your first prime. Uh, and can you tell us about working with him and William Devane?
1: Sure, I mean, ah, uh, both. Like I said, Michael's a is a, is a good actor. I liked said and also he's a nice guy. So I think that is also helpful. You know, I mean, um, I didn't work too much with him, um, but what I could tell, what I can tell, he seems, uh, you know, uh, enjoyed working with him. As I've enjoyed working with. Uh, most of the cast, in fact, all of the cast, including especially people like William Devane and Ronnie Cox.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I suppose one of the running jokes I had with the Anubis was that the Anubis never ventures outside um, his throne room. Yeah. He seems to be always on his throne. He never goes anywhere. <laughs> so it was funny, in the, um, the Lost City, the two-parter, all of a sudden I get to go to a quarry, uh, and I got to visit the White House. <laughs> so on and, th- and i had to laugh because what's better than that well the only thing better than that is to actually have william devane playing the president and ronnie cox there you know i mean um and to be in that room with both those those actors actually uh i enjoyed it very much because i've with both those actors they've been around for 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 many years yeah and they um they demand a lot of respect and the reason is is because they're very good at what they do yes. and um, both um, consummate professionals um, and those type of actors just appear effortless when they're working uh-huh. and the reason is is because they've got so much I'd um, say experience to dwell on
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know to, to actually rely on. And I actually did a uh, convention with Ronnie Cox. Um, oh really? Yeah, I did Wolfgate with him. Uh, it was in February. I had a great time with him. He's also got a very good sense of humor. Uh, very nice man.
0: Yeah, we've talked to him. He is—he is a hoot and a holler. And... Yeah. <laughs> um. In. Uh, in many ways, Anubis's fate was inevitable. Yeah. Are you surprised he has lasted this long?
1: Um. I I suppose they've not really, even though. Yeah, it's uh, with any of these, obviously, the, the the gods. I mean, it's it's um it's one of those things. You know that uh, your time your time is ticking. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that uh, sooner or later, you know, um, the the writers will decide. Um It's time And uh, which is kind of uh, also a thing that I have Because it's obviously the writers are the true gods Regardless of what Sokar or Nubis <laughs> or the rest of Gauls Want to think that the real god here The gods are, are, are the writers And it's funny because they're the only gods That every Gauls um, god must actually really fear yes, <laughs> they, they constantly bicker among themselves when, uh, uh, And of course uh, regardless of, of, of how powerful one or God appears, that uh, they've always got to answer to these writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose, you know, there's always been, uh, um, how can I say, rumblings, you know, every episode that you do that this might be the last for uh, your character. And, uh, of course, you're always very to hear that your character lives another day, uh-huh. you know, to um, to to sweep another planet,
2: <laughs> you
1: know, um, or or to do away with another prime, which I had to 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 often laugh with Michael. Ma- Michael's the only, one of the very few primes in the show that hasn't been killed off by so far, <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean by Anubis. I mean, thinking I was laughing, obviously Anubis has got something for him, you know, <laughs> like, because every other first prime is like, um, you know, has, you know, uh, fallen through with, uh, orders and, you know, Anubis has no problems with doing away with him. Um, again, I think that, um, sometimes I think, um, Anubis has, uh, killed as many primes or gaul as he has any other alien race, you know, but <laughs> he's, um, as again, he's a man of little words and big actions, you know, and, uh, Again, he's not the type of guy that you'd want as a CEO, president of uh, some big company because oh no you, no, you wouldn't last very long. No, you wouldn't.
0: Yeah, we, we were uh, talking with Michael recently, and he said that every time he received a script, he would go immediately to the end of the script
1: to see yeah. if he lived. It makes it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it's one of those things that you do, um, and I suppose when you are playing these types of characters that um, exist, you know. On that um on that very thin line of life and death mm-hmm. you know one moment as i mentioned you're you can be killed off and the next moment resurrected yeah of course that's one of the first things i suppose you are concerned about in reading the script um though i, I suppose as, as time goes on you know the more episodes you do uh, because you know anubis has quite has had a, um, a thankfully a lengthy history with uh, stargate eventually you kind of get comfortable and uh you don't really and uh, eventually when they actually think of actually killing you off you read something because mm-hmm. they don't tell you beforehand which is, is very funny
2: mm-hmm.
1: in one respect funny as the actor not so funny as the character right? <laughs> but it's uh, you don't really know that until um you uh pick up the script and you start you um uh, start learning the lines and you see something that Yeah, there's some things rather disturbing where, you know, uh, a spaceship is, you know, uh, there's a blast or something and you're not quite, it's not very um, made specific in the script whether you survive or not.
0: Yeah, it never says, it's just sort of explosion.
1: Yeah, so they kind of leave it open. Uh And that's the whole thing, even with Sokar. Initially, it was kind of left open whether he, you know, really uh, was killed off, Mm -hmm. you know. And, of course... Again, you just, you know, as time goes on, that that's the true test, whether time will tell. Oh, yeah. GateWorld.net,
0: your complete guide to Stargate.